and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome, everyone, to episode 156 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. I almost said I am Nixie for no I good reason. I am not Grace. Uh, yeah, I am definitely not Nixie. Um, and today we're watching Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis! Season one, episode one and two. <laughs> Rising, aka that new car smell. Oh, so that new gate smell. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Uh, there's, I mean, it's it's kind of self-explanatory. That new jumper smell. But there was also a little puddle jumper. Um, that's what I'm gonna start calling the Versa because it kind of looks like the Versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after I watched it the first time, uh, boyfriend Jesse and I were driving somewhere. I think we may have been driving to the movies with you guys. Maybe. Um, to go with, to meet you guys at the theater. Okay. Um, and boyfriend Jesse goes, so what are your thoughts? What are your latest? Well, like, now that you've seen Atlantis <laughs> and now that you've seen Stargate. And I was like, well, Stargate's my first love, but Atlantis has that new car smell. It's Which really for some shiny. reason just made him laugh forever. <laughs> He goes, I love how instantly you pulled that. I was like, I don't, wasn't trying to, but it, it yeah, it works. Happened. It just works. Um, yeah, it's just so new and shiny and bright and it's, exciting. It's certainly shiny. It's certainly bright. It's also just it's one of those. It's so fucking pretty. It's so pretty. And I love this series so much. And, and I kind of feel the same way. Stargate, SG-1. Uh-huh. I can't just say Stargate anymore. SG-1 yeah. is my first love. I love the show. Yeah. So for the purposes of clarity, SG-1 will forever not yeah. relate to Stargate. Yeah, Atlantis yeah. is Atlantis. Um, but Atlantis is just, it has such this different feel and I just I love it so much but also just the fact that when we started this podcast <laughs> being able to watch Atlantis seemed eons off it was like yeah, yeah we're it was sh- like we'll never make it there exactly like yeah we're totally gonna watch I, Atlantis I truly when we get didn't there. think we would like make it this far I didn't and yet here we are because <laughs> you guys still listen and we still have fun to- even it was one of those where even in the final couple weeks of planning this giant party I'm yeah. doing a couple of years, I still sat down and in two days took my notes for this podcast, which an don't extra take, long one, which don't aren't necessarily quick to do. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and it was funny because I was thinking, I was like, maybe it's time for a bit of an evolution. But I've got a couple ideas in my bank, okay, that I'm going to share with you offline, okay, for some uh, upcoming things. I think it'll be fun. But yeah, yeah we have big plans anyway for the podcast oh, this yeah. year. In in the you know starting in a couple weeks in this world where the podcast can come and go and actually friend of ours may or may not be losing his pod yeah um it's really fucking cool that you guys are still here it's fantastic uh, and it's, we're just happy to do this every also we week. didn't plan this conversation at no, all no like, we didn't we were both on this wavelength no we didn't i just <laughs> i i still love doing this every yeah. week and i you know it, we're able to keep it going through last year which yep. is sort of a really insane year for us personally isn't it weird how 2018 seems to have been a shit year for a lot of people and I will say for us, it was 
it was it was tough partly exactly because we we bought a house and we planning a wedding and we had a bunch of these cool fresh starts it was still tough but yeah um it was a crazy year and so now 2019 and we have awesome plans for the pod now that we're starting atlantis it's gonna be good times it's gonna be real good times and we're here and And for you patreon people we have seriously awesome plans for that because we know yeah. We've been wanting to deliver more, and we have not necessarily been able to put the time into it. But yeah. 2019, man. Mm. Yeah. It's it's time. Plans are starting. It's Actually, time. plans are starting after this. <laughs> after we record this. After this, after you come back from your extended leave, yes. as we're going to call it, um, it we're going to hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. <laughs> hit the speed of light. <laughs> Ready to do this? We're ready to do this. Let's go back in time. Let's go back in time to July 16th, 2004. Woo! Uh, this episode entirely was written by Robert C. Cooper and Brad Wright and directed by Mr. Martin Wood. Well, of course. I expect nothing else. <laughs> Except for Martin Wood. Yeah. Um, so we've met Tori Higginson. Yes. Um, I had previously, but I didn't tell you who he was, uh-huh. introduced you off the podcast outside of the series to Joe Flanagan. Yes. Um, because... My latest crush, if you will. <laughs> I, I knew immediately that you unlike, would have a crush on both the actor and the character. Unlike the slow burn of Michael Shanks and Daniel. Yeah, no, you're Which took like a buildup. And that's very dear to my heart because yeah. that's a lot how it worked with Boyfriend Jesse as well. It is. It took a solid year of buildup. Um, so uh, unlike those, the attraction with... <laughs> that shepherd, uh, Joe Flanagan, is instant. It started with an Instagram. The man is all charisma. And you were immediately on board. Yeah. It doesn't hurt that he's a California surfer boy. He's. He, you know what's funny, too, is I was watching the episode, and we'll get we'll show it in the episode, because he, he sort of is. And to the, the naked eye, and to the non-Californian, absolutely he is. But he's, he's also got a little bit of a touch of, like, this, like, good old boy. He does. Oh, he uh, definitely is good old boy. And I know Shepard himself oh, yeah. is not from California. Right, right, right. And he's got the great, like, the mams in there. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, he's absolutely captivated my heart, which yeah. I think he's supposed to. He, he definitely is. Yeah. There's he's that like time a, where he takes, I'll point it out, when he takes goggles off his head and rustles his hair even more. And, and you're like, like why stop. You, why you like this? Why? And... Yeah, it's it's good times. Uh, if you're not following them on social media, He's follow adorable. them on Instagram. Follow him and Jason Momoa together. Oh my god! Like the, the way their romance yeah. is intense. Yeah. Also, Joe has some of the most adorable dogs. Who unfortunately he just <sighs> lost one. Yeah. Oh, but he has these bullies that just. Let's not think about losing dogs. Ever. No, but then his bully. Let's just think about how adorable they just are. Just lives forever. Just on a different plane. He's yeah. just on a different plane. He's kind of like your. Uh, familiar yeah. Oberon. Uh-huh. He just has to gather all the sources he needs and he's good 20 gold pieces. He's just in the he's just in the Fey realm. Yeah, he's, he's in the Fey crossed realm. the rainbow bridge to the Fey realm. Into the Fey realm. Yes. Um so and then we also have Rachel Luttrell who plays Taylor Magan. Oh, she yes. She is actually and you can tell I feel like I can tell from the way she carries herself. Okay. Uh, she is a trained ballerina. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and she's also a trained soprano. Wowza. Yeah. She's pretty... She's another one who's pretty badass. Well, she comes across as a completely self-contained human. She... I... 
love Taylor. Yeah, and and we don't meet the the character that long, so no. absolutely, this woman's bringing. But something she makes awesome an impact, and you only see her yeah. for half the episode, half the double right episode. On. Um, Rainbow Sun Franks is Lieutenant Aiden Ford. Can we talk about how cool that name is? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Rainbow Sun Franks. Uh huh. Yeah, cool dude. And His, you know what's funny too is, at the risk of stereotyping, he doesn't look like a guy who would be called Rainbow. No, because he's got the military cut, uh-huh. and it's probably all for the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh, that's your name. Okay, cool. All right. On. Um, his sister is Cree Summer, who you oh, may who I do know. know Cree Summer from everything, <laughs> uh, from a different world. She's the voice from of the Penny? voice of all the things. Yeah, Penny from Inspector Gadget, Elmira yeah. from Tiny Toons. Oh, and, she did voices on Rugrats. She's, she's voiced, everywhere. She yeah. voiced your entire childhood, or at least yeah. our childhood. I, I just always remember her from the TV show A Different World. Yeah, where See, she basically played her herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I didn't watch that. A ton. She had a dog named Ziggy, <gasps> and who would one of those dreadlock dogs? Can I just tell you that to me, Ziggy will forever uh, be from um, um, Gone Some Leap. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah, no, that's not where my we brain watched goes. two different things. Growing Mine up, goes guys. to Marley, like Ziggy, Marley, yeah. and Bob, no. and the family. Uh, and then we already have met David Hewlett, are the ultimate nerd, nerd, uh, yes. are the geeks, geek, if you will. Yeah. The, the everyman geek. This is the person who, uh, on the what's the what's the Android version of the Apple Watch? I don't know. The um, but sure. Yeah, the Android. Yeah. Smartwatch. The the. He's the one who built his own watch face because it's a circle. That's a Stargate. <laughs> he built himself like and in real coded life. It. In real life, David that's Hewlett freaking cool built and coded and released for people who want to use it a Stargate watch face. I want one though. <laughs> I actually was like, I really like my Apple Watch, but... I kind of want that. I was, I'm not kidding you. I'm super excited. For, for about a half an hour, I was looking up the watches, and I was like, I own nothing but Apple products. There's yeah, no reason for me to do this. I don't even know that this. there's a way for me to tie it to my watch either. Damn um, it. And then another fun fact um, for this series as a whole, because remember, Stargate was supposed to end. Yes. At the end of this, there wasn't supposed to be more seasons originally. Right, right. Had they not... Um, had they not had more scenes of SG-1, this show would have been set on Earth. Oh. But they didn't want to have to compete in terms of storylines and interact right. and stuff like this with SG-1. So once that continued, they're like, let's just put Atlantis someplace far away. So Atlantis was on Earth. Well, it was. We see in the opening scene yeah. of this that Atlantis was, yeah. yes, on Earth. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So... Now, I don't know if Atlantis' city would have been on Earth, which I would have found really interesting if it was, and where you hide Atlantis on Earth. In the Mediterranean. It's in, okay. In Sa- it's the okay. island of Santorini. Okay. Where it fell. Okay. On the caldera No side. one will notice that at all. I, I would know. I know. It's still there, and I know it's there, and it's waiting. <laughs> I... Look, I'm not usually a conspiracy person or a like, um, weird things person, but that's where it is, guys. When I get to the Sequest episode with Atlantis in it, I'm going to have you watch it with I'm me. Good with, I'm good. I'm good with that. So we start Atlantis. Mm-hmm. We, by the way, watched the original 
movie version. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have it on um, DVD back when it first came out. So we did not. I think you rewatched the two part version, the syndicated version. I did. I watched it. I was watching it on Hulu. And then I went, this opening is wrong. Yeah. And then I went to Prime, which is now on also, by the way. And I was like, this opening is still wrong. Yeah. And I was like, did I make up the rest of the stuff no. in the opening? No, no, no. I, I, I have the original sort of movie as an aired version. Hell yeah, that we watched, bitches. So. Yes. We start in Antarctica several million years ago. With I, I love, I love that. By the way, they're like, let's not pick a date. Just yeah, a long time. It's ago. just a long time ago. Yeah, far, far away. In a planet that you live on. Yeah. Uh, with a nifty little shift that we later know as the puddle jumpers. Yeah. Uh, and a man and a woman speak without words and emotions filling <laughs> and one leaves. It's very like Superman leaving Krypton. It's very Superman leaving yeah. Krypton. Uh, and and the city. The Atlantis itself launches from the ice and just leaving a little outpost, which we'll future know as our outpost. I love that it's a self-rescuing city. It's a self-rescuing city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most like, places, you, you <coughs> escape on an escape pod. Yeah. In Atlantis, you just leave the escape like, pod no, behind. Bitch, I got this. I'm Atlantis. I am a self- I've been watching a lot of Princess Leia. <laughs> And she's my inspiration in life. Also, you're already going, ooh, the graphics in this show are pretty. So pretty. It's so pretty. It's, you know, it's easy to forget that it's actually far more recent <laughs> yeah. than I than it, we think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what is it, 2004? 2004, which, just to say, for 2004, these graphics are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, this show was amazing graphics. Yeah, it's For a times. TV show in 2004. Because I'm trying to think, it's like, what else came out in 2004? Is House out yet? House is out, yeah. Um, and But again, theirs was the, all, like, 3D stuff that they could build. This, um, Firefly had already happened. Yeah, so, yeah, House also came out in 2004. Firefly had already happened. Um, trying to think of shows I watched. But, yeah, like, all this stuff is out there already yeah. in the world. Yeah. So the graphics are good, guys. Graphics Welcome are awesome. Welcome to the modern age. Um, and in present-day Antarctica, there is now that international research post there that oh, we're yeah. now ahead of. And we hear that Jack is on his way. Of course. General Jack O'Neill. I do love that we see basically that all of the team except Sam. Oh, and Teal. We don't see Sam and Teal. And actually, um, I actually had this down. So there's an interview that Amanda did at one point, and there's rights reasons that Ooh. Amanda and Teal, Amanda and Teal, Sam and Teal couldn't yeah. be in the pilot episode. Oh. Jack and Daniel can because they were created in the movie. They weren't created for the, for TV, the TV franchise. Show. <gasps> so it's just these rights issues. They would have had to get extra rights from someone sure, to include sure. the characters that were made for the original or fresh kind of one. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just random. Yeah. 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 Spinoff rules. Good stuff. Um, well, we do meet Peter Groden as we go through, um, who becomes, <laughs> Groden becomes sort of our Waltery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Carson Beckett. <laughs> it is nice when you start with the Scotsman. <sighs> Guys, we are now here. I can now just gush about my love for Carson Beckett. <laughs> I love him so much. He does also hit the McKay. stereotype right to a T, you know, but it's fun. I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I in, don't a, in care. the best way. 
Uh, and also McKay, and I'm just going to tell you, if you've gathered already from this pilot episode, the Carson-McKay bromance uh-huh. is going to be fun. It's very real. It's got, It feels like, um, I don't know the characters enough to know yeah. the names, but it does pull from that Star Trek vibe yeah. of like the way they communicate with each other. Yeah, it's it's very, uh, you, there's not quite a third one, but it very much is like a, a Spock-McCoy yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's fun times. Um, the word that I've found, and it's not a word I say often, but Rodney McKay, um, dork face. Yeah, he's a dork face. It's the, just dork face. It's just the best. It's not even nerd or yeah, geek or no. just dork face. He's just. Because a- it's not even about how smart he is. He's just a dork. <laughs> he's just. A- like a big nerd. Like he's- just awkward. And, and It's like how Sam is super brainsy, but she's like smooth about it. She's very cool. Sam is very. There is no dork about her. No. But then. But then Rodney. Is the opposite. Is just. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we will meet someone else later in a couple episodes that's a little more smooth with it. Oh, got it. Um, who becomes someone I also love. Nice. Anyway, um, Beckett has discovered the reason Jack can control the chair so easily yeah. is because of a gene. Okay, this chair yes. that they sit in yes. needs to exist somewhere <laughs> in this amusement park that we're building. Uh-huh. And you get to sit in it. You know, like at Disney, I can't remember if, if Magic Kingdom has them, but Disneyland has it. The Sword in the Stone? The Sword in the Stone? It's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have one here. So, okay. Yeah. So, where you sit in the chair and you're like, am I of the ancients? Uh-huh. <laughs> because I want to do that. So, here's the question. Yeah. Is Atlantis a separate theme park in the same way you have, like, Islands of Adventure, Ooh. Universal Studios? No, I think there's a Stargate theme park. Uh-huh. And you've got, like, Atlantis World, and then you've got... You know, like all these different. Oh, I don't know. Maybe so here's it is the thing. big enough. I think they're separate yeah. parks. And, and you go through a gate. And you go through a gate. Yes. If you have a park to park hopper, you go, you through, the go through the gate between, much like you <gasps> go on the Hogwarts Express yes. between the Harry and Potter worlds. And it's this worlds. giant covered tunnel. Uh huh. And it's got like the. <gasps> no, but oh. it is. Okay, so have you been to, and I don't remember the name of it, uh-huh. but, and we talked about it before that this is how the Stargate works in our park. It's in the. Uh, in, in Disney, and it's like the underwater Titan Poseidon adventure one, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you walk through and they shoot the water in a yes. circle to make a water tunnel. Yep. That's what you walk through yep. to go between the That's what parks. I mean. So there's, there's got to be two. One when we walk in and one when you walk yeah. out. But then there's a section that you kind of have to walk through yeah, yeah. where it's got like the whole And it's like, it's, a, it's the airport the it's the airport sort of, Esca- you don't have to walk yeah, it. Walkway. It's the walk escalators. Hell yeah. And you tell you go between the parks. Guys, we gotta make this happen. And so Atlantis is laid out like Atlantis. You can have little spokes and everything. And who owns again? Stargaze at Universal? Paramount. 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 Get your shit together. I think it's Paramount. I very much we'll, could be wrong we'll when I just it. said that. I'm gonna find MGM. It. It's MGM. It's MGM. Yeah. Paramount's MGM. a Star Trek. Even if you put it in your hotel in Vegas. Yeah, it'd be awesome. How fucking cool would that be? It'd be so much fun. Anywhere. Just do a thing. Do a thing. Well, create you floor plans. Yes. We're still planning on doing this at some point. Put some replicators. Yeah. Oh my God. How cool would it be? You like, can have an interaction. from the replicators. You have like interaction space yeah of of you have like legos somewhere else yeah but you can like build with erector sets yeah but then there's like a whole little thing where it's like oh no fifth has you and you have to like uh-huh. run away from fifth and uh-huh. like blah 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 the star trek the experience at the borg encounter we can have the replicator the same idea encounter. yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome and then jack and daniel and teal save you yeah at the end it's gonna it's done oh 
not make it happen. Okay, so Beckett discovered the gene <laughs> that lets Jack control the chair. Uh-huh. Beckett also has this gene. So they keep putting Carson on the chair, and he's like, I don't want to do this. I'm scared of it. I don't know my power. Yeah. And and McKay's a little bitter that he doesn't have it. Oh, of, of course. He's just, yeah, he's definitely a little bit salty. Just a little salty Because he's it. like, if I had this gene, I would know what to do with it. All these people who aren't even worthy. Yeah. Yeah. If he were any bit, uh, if his alignment were any more... Not good. He would be like our villain. He would. He'd be our villain. He's he's uh, just this far away from because he's salty enough to he's, where if he were a bad guy, but he's he would be again. He would be the Ravenclaw version <coughs> of of a bad guy, which he thinks he's doing yes. the good. He would be Thanos. <laughs> he would be Thanos. <laughs> so uh, McKay hasn't had any luck in interfacing the ancient technology with our own technology, mm-hmm. and the gene is very rare. Yeah. So Carson. Carson's a little afraid of the thing, and uh, that's natural since it controls the most powerful weapon known to mankind. Yeah. So you Humans. should be a little Not afraid of it. <laughs> the most dangerous game of all, sorry. <laughs> also, Daniel's here. Yay! <sighs> my, my, can we take a minute to just talk about how... Daniel actually looks better not in a suit. The yes. one man in the world who actually looks better when he's not wearing a suit. Also, you will see why um, I have always joked that this show is brought to you uh, by North Face. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Or at the very least, REI. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. To the fact that... My sporting goods store of your choice. Because this is the part where I can pull off a really easy, weird cosplay. Oh, yeah. Because the pants I have that I wear to work most days is extremely similar to her pants. Basically her pants, yeah. And it's just some nice quality hiking boots. Yeah. And a red shirt. I have a necklace that looks like hers. Done. Done and done. I just have in no way shape her hair. (laughs) We'll just get you a wig. It's fine. Ta-da. I'm sure I can fit all of this hair into a wig without uh-huh. any problems. Totally. So um, Daniel is pretty sure that they've been looking the wrong place this entire time for the Lost City. Mm-hmm. They thought they had the right address. And while they don't have the wrong address, they simply have an incomplete address. Yeah. Oh, what's worse than getting your gra- your paper wrong is getting that incomplete. It's an eight-symbol address. Dun-dun-dun. Which means the Lost City is further than they ever imagined. But it's not out of reach. So here's the thing is, um, who is going to be the Daniel on Atlantis? Because we don't exactly have a Daniel. We don't. So who's going to get them out of these type of predicaments? We'll see. Sorry. I will say there is not a one-to-one correlation. There's not for anybody. Yeah. There's not a one-to-one correlation. Yeah, because Shepard is not Jack. No, no. No. And uh, Taylor, who I've predicted is now on the team, uh-huh. is not Teal. No. Yeah. No. It'll be interesting. And and so, and I, you haven't fully articulated who you fully think is on the team yet. So yeah. So I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've just decided that she's on the team. Okay. Okay. She needs to be. And if she's not, they've made a grave mistake because I would put her immediately on the team. I'm done I mean, now. She is the leader of her own people. She is. Yeah. She is. That's true. But I guess it would be like putting Braytac on the team. Mm, we'll see. Okay. Okay. But Atlantis, Daniel <gasps> thinks they can go there. <gasps> and a helicopter flies over a title card. 
It's very Jurassic Parkian. It's very epic movie mode. It's like, be- it's just it's just chopper and landscape porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and we meet John Shepard. Dun, 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 dun. He's listing off the chopper he's flown before. And Antarctica was the one continent he hadn't stepped foot on yet. <laughs> um, and he sort of likes it here. And Jack, who's with him, who he's flying there, right. is like, this is the worst place ever. Aw, Jack. He's like, there's no fishing. We've got the gold. Also, I got stuck here like twice. Yeah, this is not my favorite place to hang out because usually it means I'm dying. <laughs> So McKay leads Carson back to the chair, sit down, close your eyes and concentrate. (laughs) And Carson wants to do anything but this and he fights it the whole way. Yeah. But he does feel something. It it could be lunch related. In my pants. I feel like I'm glad they went with lunch related because if I were writing it, I'd be like, in In my my pants. pants. So Carson does light the chair up. (laughs) <laughs> and the squid missile that Groden is looking at. He gives it like a semi. Like if we're going to stay blue, he gives it a semi. He does. He he gets a little chubby. Yeah. Uh, and and it, the, the squid missile freaks out and then starts flying up the hole. Yeah. Not good times. And for John guys. and Jack hear that there's a rogue drone and <laughs> then they need to land and shut everything off immediately. Yeah. But uh, it's too late. John just has to dogfight this. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, at the chair, we're just like... Nothing matters in this moment, like whose fault this was, except let's shutting down kill. the drone before anyone yeah. gets hurt. Let's let's focus on not killing people. Especially, like, the general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the guys keep dodging in the <laughs> chopper. We go back and forth with dramatic looks. Yeah. And for a moment, It's John, a very great action-packed scene of, like, people we don't know. Yeah. But the fact that it holds our attention, it's like, all right, I guess this is important. Uh-huh. And when uh, John finally has a spot he can land... He shuts everything down, and they dive out of the chopper, yeah. and the drone turns off. Like, Jack's like, no! And then the drone stops and slides right in front of him. And if I remember correctly, they slid that drone on the ice, and it took him a few times for it to <laughs> land where it had to land. It's, it keeps stopping short. They're like, fuck, again. Um, I do love this introduction to Shepard. Yes. I love that we see his character, that he's not a panic, freak-out guy. He's, he's like, very, he's almost too cool. aloof. Almost too cool. To the point where I've decided Yes. That my D&D character... Look at me. I'm going Mr. I know, Smithers on you this. You are. Um, I, I'm doing... For those listening, I'm doing like the, the hand Mr. Smithers thing. Um, I have my D&D Furbolg. You do have a Furbolg. Named Nefreyu. Mm-hmm. I wonder where that name came from. Um, <laughs> he's very cool. He he's is. very easygoing. He is. He's great in battle. Uh-huh. Um, I think I found another inspiration he's for gonna him. He's going to be a little John Shepard There's going to be a little bit of like John Shepard because he really is... Far too cool for yeah. the situations that we're in. He, he is like he's like, nah, this is no big. I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna do a thing over here and like chalele this guy. But exactly, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, this is like he's on far too much ambient <laughs> to exist in in the world of D and D. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, a little bit of Shepard is going into Nefreya. I like it. <laughs> um, but John's like that was different for Jack. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah, he's like, I mean, what is different at this point? Like, for Jack, different would be, like, if it were just a standard missile. Yeah. If it were just, like, uh, you know, Russia. Yeah. That <laughs> would be like, different. That's weird. So, once they get to the outpost, Jack and Daniel say hi. Uh, and let's get to the part where you start talking yeah. really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, John, stay here. Don't touch anything. I love that he tells him that. I love that he knows this guy enough. <laughs> But also knows that 
he's probably like Jack. Yeah. He's going to so touch he's everything. Like, hey, because I know you work like I do, don't touch anything, okay? Uh, and, and John's just standing there, fish out of water. <laughs> so Daniel figures um, that Atlantis picked up and left between 5 and 10 million years ago. Yeah. Uh, and in their flying city, Jack emphasizes... <laughs> well, yeah, these people built the Stargate. They do everything. Yeah, big. it's like, are, yeah, it's like really like, Jack, are you really like questioning anything yeah. they've done? Um, so we don't know why they left. Um, and that's less important than the fact that we know where they went. Yes. It is Pegasus, a dwarf galaxy in our local group. <laughs> I just like that it's called Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> um, which now makes a little more sense because you've seen <sighs> the Pegasus logo because I wore it yep. to the thing. Yes. And it has a little Pegasus horse why. on it. Yeah, I was like, why the thing with the stuff? So there's actually two Pegasus dwarf galaxies. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really say which they go to, though we have hints. So there's a Pegasus dwarf spherical galaxy. Oh. And a Pegasus dwarf irregular galaxy. Um, so there's two... Okay, so there's Pegasi Gallery. There's Pegasi Galaxies. Uh, (laughs) But at some point they say it's about 3 million light years away later in the series, so we're going to go with the irregular one. Okay. Uh, And we see, there's a couple times in the future also where we sort of see it from a distance for various reasons that we're in space, and it looks a little bit irregular. So So for reference, it's because of the shape that that they call it an irregular? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the shape. It's the same way that in Milky Way, in an Andromeda or spheric or... um, Okay, good. That was my next question. Yeah, spirals. Are we... We're spiral. Got it. With all the arms. We've been, like, twisted. So cool. Yeah. There is oblong, there is irregular, there is there's all sorts of different <laughs> shaped galaxies. It's like the it's in the uh uh the clearance bin yeah. <laughs> galaxy. It's a little irregular. It's a little irregular. It's fine. One leg's longer than the other. And the reason it's called the Pegasus <laughs> galaxy is because it's in the constellation Pegasus. Nice. Yeah. Um next to the Andromeda galaxy. Okay. And our local group has 54 galaxies, actually. In I was, it's like you're reading my mind. I was like, how many galaxies do we know? So in our lo- well, we know far, far more than 54 okay. galaxies. This is just our local little tiny cluster. Oh, these are just like our friends. These are our local friends. Got it's it. our local circle. It's like, you know, back in the day when your phone plan had like your yes. friends and family plan. Uh-huh. So these are our friends and family. These are friends and family. Got it. The the um most of those galaxies are dwarf galaxies. So just uh, tiny little pocket little babies, little pocket galaxies. Got it. The Milky Way and Andromeda are the largest two, and then there's Triangulum, which is the third. Oh. Which is not really triangle shaped, but just go with That's it. That's just what yeah. we just. Is there three, three of something in it? Okay. I don't know anything. So. Back to the Daniel talking part. There's yes. there's little odds that will actually meet the mm. ancients, but just the chance of yeah. meeting them is Why reason not? to go. And Why not? Where's like you don't have to convince me. I've been choosing my expedition for months now. Yeah. Jack's like, have fun. I mean, it's fine, <laughs> but it's more peace. complicated than just going. Um, they're gonna need the ZPM. I love this conversation between ZPM versus ZPM. <laughs> and they're like, McKay's Canadian. And Jag's like, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like on Atlantis, it's called a ZPM. Yeah. On SG-1, it's a ZPM. <laughs> because SG-1 is very America. America. Of the two groups that uh-huh. I've met. Yeah. Literally, it's very America. Whereas Atlantis is kind of yeah. this conflagration. I don't know if that's the right word. It's just this, like, a bunch of different peeps. It's a little more of a mixing pot, if you yeah, will. Yeah, it's a United Nations of Stargate. <laughs> a United Stargates of Nations. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, but they're going, they need so much extra power to get that eighth symbol in there that they're going to need the ZPM to power the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, and McKay has determined that the ZPM generates its enormous power from a vacuum energy derived from self-contained region of subspace. Okay. And much like Jack, yeah. to you, <laughs> it's a perfectly good waste of yeah. an explanation. Yeah, it's like, I'm not Sam. Don't talk to me like that. That's actually that would have been my response would have been like, don't talk to me like that. Um, also, Jack's like, no, no, you can't. You can't use the ZPM. You can't have it. It's mine. So John is wandering around the base there. Of course. And you can hear Carson regaling stories of how magical it was to control the drone. And, and John's like, <sighs> you're the one that fired that yeah. at me. I, lo- I love how late to the party he is. He's like, oh, that thing, which I think may be another reason why I like him, because I relate to that a little bit. Like, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. He's just late to the party often. We find out how fast he can do maths and he's not dumb. Yeah, yeah. So he's just not very focused. And I think I relate to that. He's only focused when he needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he's like, I was sorry. I was thinking about donuts. I mean, the man's on point when he needs to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just. Not if he, he doesn't turn have it to off be. And turn it on exactly. Yeah. Um, but Carson's like, no. I mean, I I did fire it at you, but I didn't mean to. We're yeah. doing research here. We make mistakes. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm incredibly sorry. Yeah. And John's like, that's fine. I've moved past it. But what's all this stuff here? Yeah. Um. And John's like, Carson's like, you have security clearance, right? Yeah, are you supposed to be here? And it's fine, because Jack just, like, told him he did on the elevator ride down. Uh, He's like, oh, by the way, I grant you clearance. He has no clue what a Stargate even is. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll find out later. So back in the lab room, Jack understands that you need all this energy, um, but they're gonna have to find another way. Mm -hmm. And Daniel emphasizes there is no other way. Yeah, this is what we do. Um, And there could be like more of these Zed things on Atlantis, mm-hmm. all of the potential knowledge and technology are there. We're pretty damn sure. Yeah. Um, and it could be the most important thing that we've ever sort of encountered or found since we first stepped through the Stargate. It makes sense. I mean, this is a completely, literally uncovered territory. It is. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm curious has Daniel ever sat in the chair? I'm assuming that he did outside of this. Here's here's my theory on the Daniel because in my brain Daniel should have had all of the them. Daniel should be the guy, but when he ascended, it's like a reset. There, I don't. I. That's my thought. He, Daniel's never been able to activate any of the other ancient technology right. that Jack's been able to. Yeah. So I don't know, because even the first time in in fifth race when they walked towards the head grabber, Daniel That's didn't true. activate it. That's true. So, um, yeah. But he's you know. he's just of that McKay mind where he they is. they should have, but he, they didn't. exactly. So it they, just it just sorry it just makes me think of like, well, the are the Atlantises a little bit Atlanteans were a little bit more jockish then. Than scientists. See, you know and I, I, mean? I don't necessarily think at all it has anything to do with who the person is in mm-hmm. order to have it. I, I think it's the same. Some people carry genes that are carried yeah. down through their family. That's I fair. think it's literally just an ancestral. Sure. You're of that line. I like it. Type thing. So. Okay. Uh, but they remind Jack that this could be the only way. I have the blood of the angel. And and it's it's worth the risk, Weir says, and every member of our expedition yep. is ready to take this. We know we know what this is, we wanna do this, let's do it. 
So Carson is explaining to John uh-huh. all about the genetic key of the gene that he found and to ensure that the only way the ancients could um, operate that this powerful and dangerous technology. Yeah. Again, it's like you might as sorry, I was just writing to know. That's fine. Um, um Again, not the person to explain it to. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. Doesn't, doesn't a lot, care very much. Uh, and and some people have the same genes. The ancients. It's super super rare. Since we are the second evolution of this form, and the ancients were the first, it's trickled down that way. Yeah. So John goes to sit in the chair. I mean, what are the odds of him having this <laughs> super super rare gene? <laughs> Quite slim. Carson says yeah. as he immediately and naturally turns the, the chair. The entire on. thing just like goes to, like. Whereas Carson gave it a semi, yeah, it was just like just in his pants uh-huh. when he said it immediately. <laughs> immediately, so Carson nice. goes and runs and grabs the others. Jack's like, <laughs> I said, don't touch anything. Yeah, he's like, I just my butt didn't only touch things. <laughs> my butt's a troublemaker. It is. <laughs> um, and McKay tells him to envision the solar system, and it just appears over their heads. Yeah. So later Weir is talking to Jack about how much they need him here. And as Jack side eyes at the compartment, he was like in stasis in. It's like, how about no? How about I avoid that? It does seem very much like in Portal. Yeah. Where you have to go to get sucked Uh up into at the end of your mission. So, yeah. God, I love Portal. (laughs) Uh, And Jack's like, listen, I need Daniel here. Yeah, we're like I'm not actually talking about Daniel. I don't, I don't want Daniel. I'm talking about John Shepard. I want the other cute one. <laughs> she has dozens of people who can use ancient technology, but nowhere near as naturally as John can. Yeah. So, you know, Jack checked his record at some point. Sure. Uh, and it's not the shiniest. I think he just knows him. Yeah, whereas, like, please, that black market in Afghanistan was gotten by trying to save his his servicemen and... Also pot kettle. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> even if he dis- disrespected direct orders, pot kettle black, I've seen your record, yeah. dude. <laughs> Maybe that's exactly who we need, considering how successful you've been. And, and Jack's like... Right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, fine. If you want him, you ask him. Yeah. And where's like I did. <laughs> you should ask him for me. Yeah. I need you to to uh, volunteer him, him to do it. So when they get back to the chopper, it's a short trip. Trip. So Jack will be succinct. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Uh, John. I think that's. How do you think the conversation went? You think it's like, hey, do this thing. You're done. No, I think this legitimacy that we're about to hear is the conversation. You think that's it? Yeah. Okay, wow. Where, okay. where John's like, look, I'll, I'll think about this, but we were just attacked <sighs> by an alien missile, and I found out that I have a weird gene, and then there's a Stargate thing. So, like, give me a second to process. Yeah, fair. Again, he's a little slow on the... It's... I totally relate to this, where it's like, I can process a lot of information, but I need my time to do it. Yeah. In. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and Jack goes, why did you become a pilot? And John goes, I think that people do want to fly are crazy. (laughs) Well, to Jack, he thinks people who don't want to go through the Stargate are equally equally whack. Yeah, that's fair. You like doing these crazy 200 mile an hour things that we learn later on? Yeah, you watched a lot of Top Gun. You watched all the Top Gun. (laughs) Um, And then went and joined the Air Force. Yeah. Um, (laughs) As probably I would have done. We don't talk about that part. And Top Gun is totally about the Air Force. <laughs> According to five-year-old Nixie. Ta-da. Um, so then we see Weir leaving her boyfriend a yeah. Dear John video. 
Damn. That's cold. That's cold. She's like, no, nah, I don't need time to go back in time. They clearly they come back to the States. They clearly are not that far into relationship. No. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But here's the thing. It's like, it seems like a thing you do in person. And it's not like she can say, well, we're not leaving Antarctica. No, they go back. They, they, do. they leave from they Colorado. Do. They do. Uh, at least call them. Yo, anything. Like, the coldest, like, just delivered by some courier. And now, granted, got security clearance to hear where they're actually going, which I doubt most of the other people that we see do. But still. Yeah. That's cold. And look, if you're going to leave the planet for an indefinite amount of time, definitely call someone. If you care about someone enough to go and get presidential authority to to read him in on something. Yeah. Dude, do it in person. Yeah. Take yeah. an afternoon. It's yeah. It's it's not the there's, worst. It's, there's there's no like time frame that they have to. I feel dial like out. she was looking for a reason Probably. to break up with him, and she was like, "Hey, this is Check perfect. Box. Go out like a fucking, you know, like it's, a. It's boss. not like oh well, we have to dial out in a week. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they have the time. She can have a day or two yeah. to say goodbye to. I'm sure other friend. people just went and told their family, "Hey, we're going on a mission. We don't know yeah. where we're back." Um. So while she's explaining all about the ancients and the Stargate and etc., we get a montage of Ford saying goodbye to his grandparents, yeah. who are adorable. Yeah. Carson's mom making him a home cooked meal. Of course, his mom. Who is adorable. Yeah. McKay leaving his cat with his neighbor, oh. who's a cat. Of course. I mean, it's only course. so adorable I can find them. Yeah. Uh, and John's sitting in a park flipping a coin. He's like, now what? <laughs> and Simon tries Yikes. calling her. And her number is outside the coverage area. Hmm. Which, and I told you, you're like, Simon seems familiar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's Sam's early on romantic interest. Oh. From the species I literally just, bl- the, ish- no, I just blanked the on one, the name. Uh, Early on and they're the advanced people and they came and they lived and Sam gave him her yes. cat. Yes. Yes, I do remember yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's where I know him from. I'm a horrible Stargate fan who just blanked on the race or no, his name. Not Nareem. Nareem. It was Nareem. I do remember Nareem. Got it. Ready. Let's so, move at the SGC, I don't want to be in charge of the logistics of packing an entire expedition oh, in one go. Luckily, it's these military dudes that are in charge, and if anyone knows how to pack like that, it's going to be them. Yeah, but it still seems... It's, still, it's like the beginning of a dungeon crawl. It's like, yeah. okay, who's got an adventurer's pack? Who's got an engineer's pack? Who's, who's got rations? Who's going to keep track of this? Who's getting the ball uh-huh. bearings to yeah. throw on the floor? I, well, I grab caltrops. I can grab ball bearings, yeah. too. It's like, yeah, it's fine. They only cost, like, a silver piece. Except, like, 18,000 times more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Only worse. <laughs> only far worse. Uh, and we're introduced to Sumner, who's a hard ass. Yeah. Uh, who tells them to get the Melp working now or they're leaving it behind. Yeah. Uh, and Don't then... Don't leave Melpy. Melpy. You need a Melpy. And then Bates and Carson are arguing uh, and tells Bates that that's what his sidearm's for. <laughs> like, even non-seriously <sighs> threatening telling Yikes. your subordinate to threaten someone else with a sidearm. Yeah. Ah! How about not the best approach? I get a really uneasy feeling about him. And, you know, he gets a redemption. He does, but don't but worry. You don't have to deal with him for he's long. He's very Kowal- He's our Kowalski. 
No, because we liked Kowalski. We did, but he was as gruff. He was just as gruff. He was, and, he was gruff. And he, he was he was kind of an asshole. But he was a lo- he was <sighs> different because he's kind of a lovable asshole. This guy, there's really nothing lovable about Sunder. I don't think we get enough. I know that he dies in episode two, but I think I think it's just because we don't get enough time. Uh, because remember, Kowalski was a little bit racist. Yeah. Towards, like Teal'c and stuff. Yes, minorly. Um, but again, I, I, I personally can't compare Kowalski to Sumner. Well, Sumner's got the power trip that he's working yeah. off of too, and yeah. so that'll do it. Um, so in the control room, they're getting ready to go and just waiting on McKay, who's down with Siler in the power room, getting the ZPM <laughs> plugged in. They're ready to go. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I was worried that Siler would accidentally fall into the gate and we'd lose him. <laughs> <laughs> or just start getting injured, some yeah. spark, and it would yeah. hurt Siler. <laughs> so we see Shepard has decided to go. Shocker, guys. Dun, 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 dun. You um, gotta have the guy. You gotta have the main one. Weir heads down to the gate room and gives a little speech. Mm-hmm. Basically, if it connects, they go. This, is the, this is the part where Grace Christ. <laughs> Part one where Grace cries. Yeah. Um, and how all of these people volunteered for this and they represent over a dozen countries and they're the bravest and they hope to return one day uh, with a whole new realm to explore, but they may never be able to come home again. So one last chance to withdraw and no one does. So I learned why this makes me cry. It's a rocket launch. It's a rocket launch. It's the first time the guys go to the moon. It's yeah. the first time they go into space. Uh-huh. That's what this is. It's like, we don't know where we're going, no. but we're doing it. But they have even less less chance of returning home. <laughs> yeah. 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 Would Yikes. you go? Oh, if I've made it far enough into any career that I've got knowledge of this, yeah. I'm going. I would 100% I go. am absolutely going. I would love to be able to... In my dream, you guys are also uh-huh. there. No, all, all of us are this advanced in uh, our experts Whatever. In, in different yeah. fields. Yeah. Um, the, the idea of, but yeah, if I had to leave my family, I think I could do it. It sucks to say, but I there's no not. It's just so cool. I think they would know why yeah. I did yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And I think they would be understanding. I mean, it's not the same, but even again, moving across the country yeah. Literally as far away from home as I could within yeah. the same country without going to like Alaska. Uh-huh. Um they Which very to be fair, Alaska might be closer. I, actually it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, actually Alaska is closer. Hawaii yeah. is definitely closer. Yeah. Um this is the furthest away I could have possibly gone from home. If I take one more step, be the furthest away from home I've ever been. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And, and my family was very understanding. Yeah. So I think absolutely I would do it. Because I would go with this, like, peace both, in my heart. Both of us, well, all, oh, both of us and our dudes yeah. are all sort of in the same boat. Yeah. Of, of We're the like, no that, yeah, you're not, you're not exactly one to stay here. No, no. You're, the wanderlust is real. Let's go have an adventure. Yeah. Um. So they start dialing. Adventure is out there. Okay. I'm Where going. are you going? On an adventure! <laughs> so the dialing starts, and Sumner comes up to John, sort of next to him, and uh-huh. he wants to emphasize that John is not here by Sumner's choice. Yeah. Uh, and Fuck he needs, off, dude. That part I don't like. And he needs to remember who is giving the orders. Are you painting <sighs> on your... I'm just I'm touching things, and I'm trying to turn to... 
I'm trying. Look, I'm very easily distracted. Okay. There's a lot of stuff on this table that is distracting. It, the table got overrun with with wedding preparation. So I'm doing what is the least intrusive That's amount fine. of distracting. I just thought things. it was kind of adorable. <laughs> I grabbed. There's a there's a really nice paintbrush sitting here, guys, and I'm painting my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, anyways, uh, Sumner comes up to John and is yeah. like, you need to remember who's giving the orders. And John's <laughs> like, yeah, that's Dr. Weir, right? <laughs> yeah. Bitch, Don't please. fuck with this. Bitch, yeah. please. Yeah. So the Chevron's lock, success. Yeah. Chevron <laughs> eight locks. Like, <gasps> cheers How all around. How exciting, yes. Kavoosh. Uh They send the melp. It's dark, but it is a room. There is atmosphere. They yeah. are not getting out of this. It's time. This is the, This is when. And Jack gives him the formal go-ahead. <gasps> Some and his men head towards the gate up front, and uh-huh. Weir runs in and is like, back your ass up. I'm I going at the same time as you. I love so much, where she's yeah. like, no, motherfucker, you're not in charge. We're, We're going in together. charge. Exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm in charge. Yeah. You're second. I, you're, you're lucky I'm giving you this kind of respect. You're going ahead because of security reasons. Right. Um, and I like how she only has a backpack. Yeah. I was like, you can't put a... I would have a roller bag in each hand. Like, I'd have a box <laughs> of equipment and then a roller bag. Like, yeah. more than just a backpack. I'd be careful. Well, I, what? I wonder if all of it got packed into the stuff that the guys carry. But also, if I were going to an unknown place and I don't know if there's a way back, I'm carrying as much as I can on my body. Well, there's there's that, A, but it's also just like, are they, I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to start shoving things through the right. gate. But you can't only have people carry things and have enough through the gate. Yeah. Like... Everybody's got to pick up at least three bags. It's like a roller. Even if the roller bag is filled with all your own rations or something. Like- yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you now? What would you take? Let's say you're allowed two bags. I'm allowed two bags. Yeah. I'm going to imagine a large hiking backpack like she has. Yeah. Because um, it got me through Europe uh-huh. and, uh, and and a large sort of as if I was checking on a plane suitcase. Yeah. Okay. Now I feel like I know what your luxury items are, but what are your oh, luxury items? What am I? What do you think my luxury items are? It's just a shit ton of wool. <laughs> <laughs> just a shit ton of wool and stuff to spin it. Listen, like a little hand spinner. I'm, I do have a small, well I can get a drop spindle because yeah. that's tiny um, and, and I well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to vacuum seal yeah. a bunch of wool to get me through until I find an equivalent in that galaxy. Yep, that's smart. I also, it sounds ridiculous. I have a stuffed little foot. Oh, I'm going to yeah. vacuum seal that shit as well. So it yeah. flats down flat. I'm going to bring a camera. Okay. Like a, like an action cam. Yeah. Type thing that can take quality photographs and imagery. I'm sure there's going to be some of that packed up, but I want my own personal one. Sure. Uh, laptop, obviously, mm-hmm. filled with all of the entertainment. Yes. All the entertainment. Just memory cards are cheap. I am sure. going to fill those things up with movie and everything. Also, I'm going to have the biggest uh, digital book reader. Yeah. That I can cram thousands of books onto. Yeah. If power sources are not an issue, books. Books yeah. on books on books on books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, you're always going to be able to find somehow something to convert the power. Well, and part of what those books are is some sort of encyclopedic thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I need to want, I want to look this thing up. I want to look, this, I think a couple of languages. Uh-huh. A couple of languages. Oh, I am packing like f- an entire library. Yeah. If I can onto yeah. it. Again, memory cards <laughs> upon memory cards. Yeah. 
That's that's gonna that's gonna be how it works. I'm gonna go to a library and be like, "Hey, can I check everything out at once? <laughs> All of it. All your digital stuff out at once. Thanks. Bye. I'll be back soon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Wait, it's just yet to be known. But yeah, that would be mine. What would be yours? Um, knowledge, like as as you know, in the in whatever form that is, if it's some sort of reader where I can just shove. Mm-hmm. All types of books in, all types of, like, known histories and maps and mm-hmm. languages. Um, and just to try to find patterns and how things work. I've forgotten I have two other things I'd pack in there. What else would you pack in there? Uh, coffee. Coffee. Co- coffee. I don't even need a grind. I'll figure out how to grind it there. I don't need yeah. to use the space. Coffee and then um, some good smoked salt and other herbs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. seeds to grow my own little garden. That, see, seeds are smart, yeah. and I would pack seeds because there's no way I wouldn't. My dad's a farmer. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm packing seeds, and I'm finding a way to grow all I'm these types. Bringing of seeds. the seeds for you to grow our garden. Yeah, in Atlanta, I'm good with that. Yeah, um, but as far as like, I don't know that I would need to bring any hobby type things. I think I'd want to find something there. No, but I can see you bringing, like, a pillow that has a scent in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as far as, yeah, as far as personal items, um, it's weird because I actually don't have that many. Um, I'm very good about, I'm very good about Marie Kondoing my life. You're going to bring, no, your comfort item is going to be uh, the complete Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. That's your it comfort is, it item. Is Gilmore Girls and like Stormy's Collar. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I can see you bringing one of those small mini uh, sewing machines. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Or, yeah. Honestly, I would even just do some hand stitching. Yeah, that might be easier to That's pack. That's actually You're my right. life because, and I do hand actually very enjoying it. Yeah. So it's just uh, a, a, everything a, I make would be couture darling. <laughs> a, a, a good selection of needles. <laughs> yeah. And, and a good starter base of threads. I'm Absolutely. sure you're going to be able to trade for some decent oh, threads yeah. once we start getting some yeah. trade partners. Threads and threads and cloths and things are, are what I'll be looking for to trade in. Yeah. Cool. That's going to be me. What would you bring if you had one backpack? If I had one No, backpack. I'm talking the, I know. I'm, I was trying to make a song. Oh. If I had one backpack. I was like, I'm asking the people in. I know. Let us know. I want to know in the comments. Can I just... Actually, you know what? You know, if I could put put one thing in the backpack, uh-huh. you know I'm going to put in the backpack? What? As I'm going to put a Kaylee Thor in the backpack. <laughs> and she can keep her quiet long enough. They have backpacks to carry corgis That's in. That's true. I mean, we do want to bring a man's best friend. We're gonna, I'm just going to bring Kaylee Thor. I mean, if they weren't fixed, uh, we could start our own breed of Stormacalans. Stormathorgies. <laughs> yeah. Stormathorgies. But yeah, that would absolutely be one. Kaylee Geddon. Oh my God, a Kaylee Geddon. <laughs> I don't know what would happen if our dogs were ever able to mate. Those puppies would be insane. They would be loud and crazy. So insane. And and boisterous and lovable as all hell. Super cute. Okay. So Daniel is like, I can still... Jack's like, no. Speaking of puppies. But I can I can just no. But it's, are you sure? No. It's kinda like when the door swings open and you're like, nope, nope, you stay inside. You stay but in. I the, just wanna yeah. oh, and he does that like just this back legs. The are corgi just going, butt wiggle. Oh, I just yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, his tail's going. Um so they they call out an all clear and the rest of the expedition team rolls out. Roll out. Um, and Ford does troll John and says that the Stargate hurts like hell. And then just kind of jumps through yeah. it. Yeah. And John closes his eyes and follows through. How would you go for your first time through the gate? 
<sighs> would you just walk in? Yeah. I think with, with the a nerves, big old grin on my face. I think the nerves would be too much to like drop. I in. might put my hand in first. Oh, and see, then just like go. I think I would like jog through. It. Like I think I might close my eyes and just kind of like. Jog through, yeah. <laughs> so the other side, as soon as John comes out, the whole the whole area starts to light up. Of course. Uh, and I wonder if it's because he just sends presents or specifically sends John. I, that, that's my theory is that it's his presence. That's my that's that's it's what I kind of like. Mansion. Because I imagine if other if the bad guys had found the yeah. space, then they wouldn't want it to turn no. on it by itself. So everyone quickly fans out and starts exploring, um, getting out of the way of everyone else and everything coming through the gate. Mm. Um, and Weir just looks around in awe, as you would, and right. the place continues to because light up. Because it's gorgeous. And once everyone is through, Weir calls through to Jack. Atlanta's mm. base offers greetings from the Pegasus Galaxy. Yeah. Can I just say that we're only an hour in and we've just made it through the gate. I know. Holy I know. shit, guys. Sorry. Um, and uh, greetings from the Pegasus Galaxy. They can cut the power on Earth. And right before they do, a very large bottle of champagne rolls through yeah. with a tag that says Bon Voyage, General Aww. Jack O'Neill. He's so classy. He's so classy. So the people start exploring a conference room, hallways with little water bubble features, uh-huh. a room full of spaceships. Yeah. Uh, back up at the control Where room. Where is the sex dungeon? It's down in lower levels. In the dungeon. They haven't gotten there yet. Makes sense. Um, back up in the control room. Uh, they're still waking up to the city's still waking up to their presence, um, and they find sort of the Atlantis DHD, and mm. everyone's in nerd heaven. Yay! And some of their calls weird downstairs a few levels, and they find a window. It not only is it a full <laughs> city, they're under a couple hundred Ta-da! feet of water. <laughs> Yikes! And McKay does come in uh, to reassure them the shield is holding the water back, and Kirsten found something. Of course. He found a hologram. An ancient who tells them about how they spread through this galaxy um, and they prospered and eventually they found this terrible enemy who mm. rivals their the ancient's power and they were overconfident and the enemy fed through the entire galaxy until Ugh. only Atlantis remained. They were besieged for many years in this city and they submerged themselves Yikes. To save themselves, and they had to predict the Stargate because this Stargate is the only connection back to Earth. Why was that? And they fled here. They fled back to Earth from, <sighs> to live out the rest of their lives, and mm. the city was set to slumber. Now we know why it's buried so deep in Santorini. This we don't want the race to. Come. It's true. Atlantis is a city that sank into the ocean, just not on Earth. So Carson Fictional. goes to listen again. <laughs> when Grodin whispers something to McKay and he's like, no, immediately turn everything off. Yeah. Power levels in the city are dropping like a stone. I do love that he's like, this is my third time through. Again. Yeah. Again. It's again. like, oh my God, turn it off. Um, if they don't stop what they're doing right now with power consumption, they're dead. Yeah. Yikes. Thing you'll learn. McKay is not subtle. No. Not even a little bit. The whole using power, using power. <laughs> so, most importantly, Carson just wants to make sure this wasn't his fault. Uh-huh. Um, the city is powered by three ZPMs. Two are completely dead, and the third almost is. The force field holding the water back is using everything they have left. Mm. Um, the shields have already failed in some parts of the city. Damn. And it's not a question of if the shields completely fail, it's when. <sighs> All exploration yeah, stops. Sh- they don't sugarcoat anything. No. Yeah. They have hours, maybe if they're lucky days. Yeah. Uh, and their power generators that they have with them, their Naquita generators, aren't good enough to... They don't have enough power right. to hold the shield. Right. So, we didn't pack enough batteries. Yeah. So, and <sighs> there's certainly not more ZPMs here in Atlantis, because they would have found them already. Sure. 
And, uh, oh, but one cool thing, we have a little digital frozen iris. Yes. And Mickey's like, using power, yeah. using power, Look using, at all the things, turn you're it using off. Yeah. So um, Sumner gets his team together and um, they need to find power or they need to find safe harbor. And mm-hmm. Weird also is like, hey, Shep, you go as well. Yeah. That's a good idea. And I do love that when McKay starts announcing Chevron's encoding, Weir's like, can you just shut the fuck up and then just dial now? Just do the thing now. Bye. Also, we see the Atlantis Gate's a little digital. It is a little different. It's, the whole room is so very different. We do yeah. need to take a minute to talk about how uh, the space feels a little like Oz. Yeah. And I, I think it's on purpose. It's so... It's just this... <sighs> It's not light yet, but after spoiler, they get yeah. to the surface. It becomes just this beautiful light, airy. But even the window that you can, the little stained glass window you can see it's, through the iris, it's very much like a shape it's of. It's so like Art Deco y. Yeah. It's so awesome. It's beautiful. I want to live there. Yeah, I would love to live there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what's fun actually is later on in some other parts of the city. They actually take over the set from Blade Trinity. If I remember oh, wow. correctly, it's, this, it's the set from Blade Trinity. And so they kind of take are able to take that over. So other parts of the city we see is actually a redressed nice. Blade Trinity set. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So they prep the Melp. They prep mm. Melpy and they head through. And we're on a planet that we later learn is Athos. Okay. It's pitch dark. So they have night vision goggles. Yeah. There's not much on the planet, but they w- quickly run across a few kids running through the forest playing mm. games. One has a mask on. Yeah. They are obviously afraid of strangers pointing weapons at them for some reason. Weird how that's a thing. <laughs> quickly hauling one of the two boys' dad. Yeah. Um, Which that guy's been in everything. The dad. Yes. And he's yes. also been in other Stargates, he right? He has. He was the one who, um, with the people who kept disappearing. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so they're quickly, um, he quickly runs in and is like, the kids are just playing, do not hurt them. And when he stands up, he's like a foot taller yeah. than, than Shepard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, quick introductions. And yeah, they're here for Trey. I love this part because he gives him his name and Shepard, again, a little slow on the uptake. He's like, what, what does that, that word means. mean? It's like, literally, it's his name, dude. <laughs> like, just good job, dummy. And he's going to take them to meet Taylor. Yeah. So, um, for some reason, Sumner <laughs> is telling his uh, people to uh, tell Weir that they've made contact with the indigenous people. Yeah. He makes it sound like almost an insult. Y- yeah. That's not not okay. Just the locals. Yeah. Just be, be, be a little more chill about this. And as you walk, just in case you didn't catch on that Sumner doesn't like John, uh-huh. he emphasizes it to Ford. And Jinto, one of the two boys. Yes. I love Jinto. Jinto. Uh, Jinto tells John about his night vision goggles. And John's like, what what mask do you have? He's like, well, it's Wraith. Yeah. And completely shocked that John doesn't know about the Wraith. And they're like, what what world do you come from? And can we go there if you don't know what Wraith are? Stay tuned. You're about to witness some shit. And and John's like, nope, it's, it's in the galaxy far, far away. I mean, he's not wrong. It's just one far. Yeah. So in the village, Holling introduces the Atlantis crew to Taylor Amagan, daughter of Tigan. 
Which I already like Taylor. Taylor's so Taylor good. seems very cool. And in the process, um, John rustles his hair as he takes off his night vision goggles. He's going full charm bomb. Somehow it just becomes more adorable. And he's like, hang on, gotta drop the charm bomb, rustle the hair, yeah. do a thing. All right, now do you like me? <laughs> How do you like me now? Yeah. Uh, and something that comes right to the we have needs. Yeah. Um, in our pants. And Sorry. it's like easily into this a little bit. Yeah. You do need a diplomat. Since Taylor just flat out tells him we don't trade to strangers. <laughs> and John thankfully rolls a little bit higher on diplomacy. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, fine. Then let's get to know each other. I do love this. Like, I like Ferris wheels. Who actually likes fa- Like, what? Is that a thing? I like Ferris wheels, college football, and they think goes faster than 200 miles an hour. I feel like I like Ferris wheels is like saying I like mayonnaise. I feel like you don't like Ferris wheels. People, you just you just ride them. Like that's Some just people a- like going that high up. I guess if you see my thought is always like. Ferris wheel's never the first choice. Is that just me? Maybe I just don't like Ferris wheels. I think it depends on the Ferris wheel. Like, I've been, I've done the London Eye and the High Roller in Vegas. Yeah. And when, they're cool when you get up that high. Yeah. See, for me, they're never my first choice. And here's the thing, I don't like the ones you get at amusement parks. Right. But I like, like, I would rather spend my time doing another thing. But I like the super high ones. That's The big ones. So, fun fact... Nixie like Ferris wheels. The Ferris wheel was designed and constructed by George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. <laughs> uh, he was a bridge maker yeah. uh, who founded a company uh, that tested and inspected materials for railroads and bridge builders. Nice. And the original was made as a centerpiece for the 1893 World Columbia's Exposition in Chicago. Yay. Uh, they had to <sighs> blast frozen earth. <laughs> earth. Earth. To, uh, for the footing. And it, the thing weighed... Just massive amounts of weight. I bet. Um, but it had 36 cars and held a total of 2,160 people. That is a lot of people. Fuck ton of people. They should not hold that many people at once. That seems very unsafe. It was fueled by steam boilers. Wow. Uh, tickets were 50 cents and two revolutions were 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, and it was 264 feet tall. No, that's not terrible. But yeah, for the back then, it just seems so fucking scary. In comparison, the London Eye is 443 feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the largest, the High Roller in Vegas, is 550 feet. I don't know that I've done that one. See, every time I do something crazy in Vegas, it was like on the stratosphere. I did the stratosphere. Like, we did the one uh, that, like, shoots you forward as I, you're hanging over so the So I've edge. been on top of the stratosphere, but I haven't had a chance to do any of the rides. Oh, they're very the unnerving. Oh, they're I, fun, though. That's kind of why I want to do them. Yeah. Um, and then we always do the New York, New York coaster, just because why not? That's yeah. It's right there. And then the one here in Central Florida is actually the seventh tallest <gasps> in the world. The one on iDrive? The, the iDrive oh. is 400 feet tall. It's the seventh highest I in like the world. I like Ferris wheels. Guess what? I just found a pod card. <laughs> Ta-da. Okay, so Sumner would rather just move on if these people can't help sure. us. Also, John loves tea. That's a thing. That is a learn. thing. I love that. Uh, as he does seem like a tea, not a coffee person. He doesn't yeah. seem amped enough to be a coffee person. No. Yeah. He wants a, like a matcha latte or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor offers them a cup of stout tea that her people drink before stout. dawn. Yeah. Stout, a.k.a. boozy. Yeah. <laughs> something fermented. Yeah. Uh, after dawn, um, 
Bates shows Sumner the ruins of a city across the lake. Mm. Um, looks promising. Uh, Sumner is quickly warned that the city, <sighs> the city of the ancestors, is not safe. Uh, and naturally, Sumner's like, I don't give a fuck. We're awesome. We'll be yeah. fine. I have... <laughs> I have gold arrogance it running <laughs> through my bones. Uh, Taylor is is amazed that we, John and, and the Atlanteans haven't heard of the Wraith. And if they haven't touched your planet, you should go back there. Yeah. And now... But obviously that can't happen. It's like, well, we'd like to, but it's not really an option. And Taylor sells them of superstition that the Wraith will return if the people venture into the old city, but hasn't really been tested in a while. Yeah. Outside, Sumner clearly just wants to go into the city. Uh-huh. John's like, we should probably listen to these local people who live here. Yeah, who are like, hey, don't die. Wraith are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um, these are most likely the people who defeated the ancients that the Hollow Lady talked about. Uh huh. <laughs> and Sumner's like, Ford, go tell what we're doing. Yeah, John, you stay here because I don't want to look at your face anymore. <laughs> we're going on. You're too damn pretty. It makes me feel weird. Things. <laughs> Back in the tent, Taylor tells John that his leader looks through her as if she didn't exist, well, which yeah, is most likely exactly true. Yeah. And John asks, wrong. Yeah. Jen asks if he does. And she's like, no. Yeah. You no. kind of look right at my boobs, though. <laughs> so if we could talk about that, that'd be great. <laughs> um, and uh, if if you can't return to your world, then there's something you should see. And I love her hip pocket uh-huh. pouchy thing because I've yeah. always wanted one just like it's that. It's the best thing. It's, it's the best so way to do cool. things. Yeah. Uh, and they head into the forest. <laughs> and I think you are the one that brought up that is is she leading him to the same cave that Degree led uh-huh. Jon Snow to, or even where Danny and John yeah. went? It like yeah. it's just look, things happen in things caves. Things happen in caves, guys. Caves are are very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Aphrodisiacs. (laughs) Caves are aphrodisiacs. I also love how slick Taylor was getting down that embankment and then John failed and then got up like nothing happened. Yeah, this is fine. This is totally how I meant to do it. Um, It reminds me when we were little, um, I grew up in a valley surrounded mm-hmm. by two really cool Was mountain ranges. the Great Valley? Were there tree stars there? <laughs> there probably were. Um, look, if anything was the Great Valley, that would have been Should it. To be fair. Um, it does lead right to the mouth of the ocean. Uh, anyway, there's these great parks all surrounding it, and anytime someone had a birthday, you would have it at one of these parks. Yeah. And so the thing that kids did was you'd go climb up the mountains mm-hmm. and the hills and, like, come back down. This is me. Yeah. You've met me. Uh-huh. I'm not a climber of no. mountain. I'm not a hiker. You're it's not the an one, outdoor person. It's the one California <laughs> thing I'm not great at. I'm not a hiker. <laughs> um, so that is exactly how I would go down every hill. Every mountain, every hill, every whatever you whereas, want to call it. Whereas us growing up, we would spend every birthday at the Mall of America. That's so fucking cool. Which is funny because that's more likely where you would want to spend your birthday. Yeah. And I am more likely to want to spend my and, birthday and out in you, the mountains. I appreciate nature. I'm just not good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a picture of us at the Redwoods. Um, uh, the great, yeah, the, the giant the Redwoods. Redwoods. Yeah, the Redwoods. <laughs> and there's one giant fallen tree that's easily... Laying on its side, yeah. it's like 
four times as tall as anybody. Uh-huh. And so everyone's climbing on it. And you're like, I don't know. I'm at the bottom. I'm like, I'm hanging out here. Because you can take the picture of me here. I fall die otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is good. This is as far as I'm getting. And I'm like, maybe two feet off the we, ground. We would spend our time uh, at Camp Snoopy. <laughs> What is that? Oh, you know, Camp Camp Snoopy is the amusement park that lies at the center of Mall of America. Oh, wow. I've actually never been. I want to go to the Mall of America. In fact, I do remember seeing like something where I'm like, I need to go to there. It is the most ridiculous place ever, (sighs) especially because it's in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. (laughs) Not too much nowhere, but... I mean, that's where you would put them all. There's like some stores. There's like four or five of them in the one mall. Oh, okay. So they, wow. it's a different name now. It's not called Camp Snoopy anymore. I forget what it is. I think it's Knott's Berry something. Oh, yeah. Um, but they well, would have... Because owns all the Snoopy yeah. characters in amusement park. Well, it's not... I don't think there's Snoopy as much anymore. Oh, okay. But there's like a log flume there. There's an indoor roller coaster that is... I had so much goddamn fun riding this indoor nice. roller coaster. There's one of those swing, like, circle tree ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. That has always been my favorite. Uh, and they and then they had this one of those giant inflatable like three story tall Snoopies that are it's a bounce house. Yes. And it would scare the shit out of me because for some reason jumping inside a Snoopy and then looking up and seeing three stories of the inside yeah. balloon of Snoopy. I don't know why terrified me as a child. So I've learned that jumping houses can be terrifying. I once got stuck in a corner of one. Oh my god. And I was like, I'm gonna die. Horrifying. This is where I die. I'm gonna run out of air. But there is a Legoland there, a mini Legoland. Uh, And and there's just every restaurant. There's It's insane inside of there. So all this small talk, you know what I want now is a Cinnabon. Well, all the small talk in my head uh, is Robin Sherbatsky as Robin Let's Sparkles. Let's go to the mall. <laughs> that made that made uh, fiance Nick turn around. Yeah, it's We're, his favorite song in the whole world. It's, I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna sing it on our wedding uh-huh. day. Yeah, in the middle it's, of the ceremony. It's a dedication to him. We've got a dance that we've all worked out. <laughs> okay, so back to the show. Back in the Atlantis control room. Now we're in 15 minutes in. Let's get through at least part one. Uh, back in the Atlantis control room, it's not good. Like, there's nothing they can do for the power level sinking failure issues. Yeah. Um, the shields are going to fall. They're going to have to abandon the city that they just found if they want to survive. Yikes. And you can hear the city trembling. Yeah, it's like, please help. Things are bad. So Taylor takes them to a cave. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and they do things. I mean... Uh, uh, the necklaces things, yeah. Oh, well, get to the necklace thing. Yeah. So this is where she's fairly sure the survivors hid during the last really big wraith attack generations ago. Uh-huh. And John tries to light her torch and she's like, bitch, please, we we're like not that backwards. We have fire. And she has this like, like fire shoot, like high technology fire flame yeah. creation <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what that was. Uh, and John finds a locket in the dirt Aww. that Taylor lost as a child because she would come here and play as a kid. Aww. And uh, he clasps it back on, which just, you guys just met. Yeah. And it is the way he does it kind of might is a bit intimate. He's that guy, though. There's people that are that guy. Because he doesn't think anything of it. 
No. Kayla does. It's just, he's just that type of charm bomb. Yeah. Where that's how he is. And he's going to treat you that way. There's it's a little no intimate. flirt about it. It's just how, yeah. But Taylor notices. Yeah. You can tell in her face. I mean, yeah. How do you not notice a man <laughs> like Shepard? Uh, and the walls are covered in pictograms and drawings dating back thousands of years. And Taylor thinks it's a cycle. Yeah. Over and over and over again. The wraith allow humans to grow in numbers and then they return to cull their food. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be hundreds of years between major culls and they return like with small numbers just to make sure they don't forget about them or think it's a myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every planet that she knows, every planet she's been to gets culled. The last nice. one, the last major one for them was five generations ago. Wowza. They try not to let their children live in fear, but... How do you what not? Are you do? Yeah. Hey, eventually um, we're all gonna get eaten. By and this some thing. of them, including Taylor, can sense the wraith coming, so it right. makes like a little bit easier. So that's got to be some great evolutionary trait that develops, where yeah. it's like how you defend yourself yeah. against your predators. Um. So instead of the galaxy being enslaved like we have in the Milky Way, this is a galaxy of people who live in fear. Right. Of being eaten. Yep. Harvested. So Ford is near the Stargate on the radio with Sumner when three ships, Wraith darts, um, come through the Stargate. That's not good. (laughs) No, scary, scary times. Uh, And at the village, people start running. Yeah. Taylor can sense and hear this as they're walking back um, and they take off in a run. Uh, People start running through the forest in the cover of darkness, trying to evacuate. Um, Sumner's Mm -hmm. watching all this and he sees people start getting beamed up. Yep. And they start firing at the ships and all of a sudden they say things moving like out of the corner eyes, wisps of... Sure, yeah. It's almost like heat distortions over a fire. Mm -hmm. Um, He starts focusing on them. And Taylor runs faster than John. He loses her at some point. she's good. And he starts seeing the same heat distortions, the same ripples, Mm -hmm. and starts shooting. And Taylor comes back and is like, look, dude, those aren't real. Yeah. The wraith can make you see things. Uh Uh-huh. Cool, cool, cool. It's bedtimes. So he passes that message on to Sumner as they get to the village, and they focus their fire on the ships. Bates fires his bazooka at a ship and takes it down, but not before they're both beamed away, Sumner and Bates. Yeah, it's it's kind of a shitty situation right now. Yeah. Because um, Taylor gets taken in the next scene after she shoves John down. One, we don't know what's exactly going on we know there's a threat we've heard a little bit about it we these ships come through the gate in a way we've never seen ships no. travel through the gate no like the gate is leveled up yeah it's like hey guess what now i'm floating in fucking space which i mean we'll find out it was later. like a big thing when we saw teal thread the needle yeah it's kind of like um in like the later levels of any mario game you're like how the fuck am i supposed to get to that <laughs> yeah, door? exactly and it's like oh you'll find out yeah um and Ford's at the gate. He sees it being dialed remotely. And yeah. John tells him to let the ships go because there are people are on board. But burn those symbols into your yeah. brain. Yep. So Shepard goes to the wreckage of the dart that was taken down and finds an arm. Oh, God, this part is so bad. It's so creepy. It's like a zombie arm. It's moving on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he kills that nightmare dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just kill that nightmare dead. I'm surprised he had the wherewithal to bring it back with him. Whew. Uh, and yeah. Jinto comes running up. Hulling was taken too. <coughs> so back on Atlantis, Groden and Weir stand at the window, mm-hmm. um, watching another part of the force field fail. Sure. In the control room, uh, McKay is still emphasizing how there is no more time. Like, I, 
Weir can't stand the fact that they just found this place and it's so beautifully and so untouched and so pristine and they have to leave it. Yeah. But yeah. as far as Earth is concerned, they can't get a message back. They don't have the they're, power. They're so they're just going to be missing, presumed dead at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but McKay knows that, look, we're going to be back as soon as we find a power source. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't wait for Sumner. We, we have to go now. This. Yeah. So just as Weir tells everyone's prepared to evacuate and McKay starts dialing the gate, the gate dials in. Yeah. And it's Ford and it's John and they're bringing a lot of people through uh-huh. the entire rest of the surviving village. And now we know where his through. heart lies. <laughs> He's like, I save things. Where's like... I'm um, a Gryffindor. Um... Um, can we talk? Uh, no. Yeah. No. What are you doing? We can't. We can't do this now. Yeah. We have to leave. <laughs> and just then, McKay yells, "The shields are collapsing." Yep. And then, as we should have known all along, how dare us not trust that Atlantis is a self-saving city? The ship. The the ship. The city uh-huh. shakes and detaches from the ground. She's like, "I got this," and starts rising. <gasps> Through the water and breaks free into the sunlight, and it is stunning. I believe it. I believe it all along. It is stunning. I'm still waiting. The light streaming in, um, and we were hoping for another day, and we just got a whole lot more than that. Uh Let's not waste it. We just got like the coolest oceanside property. Grace wasn't. Grace wasn't getting a little emotional over the city rising or anything. No, because it's fucking Atlantis. Someday it's going to do that, and I'm going to be alive to see it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, bad news, though. Uh-huh. The last ZPM is gone. Dun, it used all dun, its energy dun. to get them to the surface. Yeah. It sacrificed itself, if oh. you will. Um, but since they need s- s- much less power now, they don't right, have to power fine. the shield, their generators are going to be able to power what they need to in the city right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and although they can't power the shield of mm-hmm. the city without a ZPM, so we're kind of just sitting ducks on the yeah, surface, we're but we're alive. Yeah. And we can breathe and we're not going to drown. John immediately wants to go rescue Scumner and the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. McKay's like, look, just knowing the symbols isn't enough. There's hundreds of permutations. And before you can even finish permutations, John is like, yeah, there's 720 of them. Yeah, I know math. <laughs> and McKay's like, well, I knew that. I'm just kind of surprised that, that you because did. Because McKay, like everybody else, just takes him for a pretty face. He's brains and brawn. Yeah. He's the full package. John's like, yeah, we'll just keep dialing until you get a lock, and that's your planet. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Um, and we would like a word with John outside. Yikes. Well, now they go outside, because as they're passing, the door just opens up to a balcony, and they're like, what is this? It's the fullest fucking view ever. It's like, why not go out it's here? Stunning. It's really freaking cool. Uh, and a million-year-old dead tree in the corner. Uh-huh, sure, yeah. So John can guess, after they've taken the view for a second, that she's <laughs> not going to let them go and rescue their people. Right. But he has a problem with that because we don't let our people in the hands of the enemy. Nope. And she knows that. And the fact that we're having this conversation outside uh-huh. proves that. And as the raking military officer and Weir's like, shut up for a second, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing we know about the Wraith is they're the people that defeated the ancients. Yeah. Like, when we started going through Earth, we just started meddling and it cut us into a lot of trouble yeah we just started fucking with the gold we're not gonna do this america style but actually spoiler but alert we are we kind of do yeah uh, <laughs> a little bit yeah it's a little bit a lot of yeah yeah um and john is 
John is thinking about the fact that they took our people. Like mm-hmm. John said himself, they have no shield and they're just sitting defenseless on this planet. Yep. You're gonna bring the what if we, what if you bring the wraith back to here? The, well, you then put them where they are. Yeah. And he's like, well, that may happen, but going to rescue them is the right thing to do. Again, everything that both of them say are not, neither of them are wrong. Neither one of them are wrong. Yeah. And, but and, it's, it just comes down to what kind of people do you want to be? And Shepard's like, they're going to find us here either way because they have our people. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if we go after them or not, they're going to find out where we are. Yep. Yep. Um, and Weir, again, wants to try and negotiate peace first. <laughs> no. I love her, but stop. I know. It's adorable. Stop. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who knows? Maybe when th- the people that you've just met tipped the wraith off. And mm. they're like, no. We need yeah. friends in the galaxy and, and friendship starts with trust. Yeah. So Weir sees John's point um, and John needs to see hers. That there needs to be a chance of success mm-hmm. because she's not going to authorize him going and just losing more good people. Well, that's fair. He's like, okay. That's all fair. Slim chance. Mm-hmm. In a wraith holding cell, Sumner and Hulling quickly start trading barbs with each other, um, soft blaming each other, sure. if you will. Because that, uh, that's super important to do right now. So, yeah. Uh-huh. We get our first look at the wraith as one head dude and two henchmen arrive. Yeah. Yeah. They're gross. They're gross. They're kind of gross. Is this where we meet the redhead? No. Nope. Okay. This we'll is wait. just the one dude. Oh, right, right. Um, they which, need toothbrushes. They need toothbrushes. I I feel a little bit like they stole their wardrobe out of Marilyn Manson's closet. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, definitely. <laughs> I'll definitely take that. That's a that's a that's a common meme. Uh huh. That's not original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he quickly sends Sumner flying. Their henchmen take Torin, uh, and both Taylor and Sumner are like take me instead. And he's like, no, fuck off with yourselves. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. So they yeah. send a melp through the one successful gate lock that they have, and it goes flying into space. Yikes. So there Nuppies goes... like, wee. There goes that melp. Oh. Uh, the Stargate is in orbit around a planet. Yeah. Uh, and so... Again, this is the part where you're like, holy shit, the gate's leveled up. <laughs> and it all seems doomed, but McKay has an idea. Imagine sending a person through that. It's like, and I die. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. So, um, the ships they found earlier, they go and they check out the inside uh-huh. and it lights up to John's presence. Yeah. And they might as, they, you know. Open the pod doors, Hal. Sorry. That's all I can think of when they find these ships. So let's see if John can fly these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so Carson is doing some research on the hand, um, the cousin it uh-huh. that they found earlier. <laughs> and he finds it fascinating. Yeah. Because the cells have this amazing ability to regenerate. And it is most likely moving because the nerves kept twitching. Because they're still regenerating. They're still going. Oh, gross. And this thing is super old. Mm -hmm. It's lacking anything that makes it naturally age. So as long as this hand or this person, Uh this thing, stays fed, it's not going to die of natural aging. It's not going to die of old age. No. We just have to starve it or kill it. And it's going to be hard to kill. Kill it with all of the fire. So that's cool. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. McKay goes to grab Weir to show her the new fancy ship that they have, but yeah. it's, when they come back, there's a hum, but there's no ship. Hmm. Hmm. And that's when John <laughs> D. cloaks the ship. Tactical <coughs> advantage. Yeah. This is what the thing you said, and now we have the thing. Let's do the thing. She's Bye. like, this doesn't mean you can be successful. Mm-hmm. He goes, this is why you brought me here, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So in the gate room, McKay rambles on for a bit, but yeah, he's he's ready. Mm-hmm. And I do want to ride that ship. It looks really fun. It looks really fun. Yeah. So John Ford and the team are in what Ford tries to call Gate Ship One. <laughs> McKay liked the name too. Yeah. Uh, John's like a little puddle jumper like that. You can't name. Yeah. That's a dumb name. You don't get to name things. You're bad at this. You're, yeah, never again can you name things. This is Puddle Jumper Uh 1. You can tell on the side of the radio, McKay's a little annoyed that he didn't get to go with Gate Ship, but after we're seriously dude face, he's like, fine, Puddle Jumper. Yeah, it's what it is. Um, (laughs) So the jumper comes down through like an iris opening garage door from above Uh and, and heads through the gate. It's 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 like something about this reminds me of playing Mario Galaxy. I don't know if you ever played Galaxy, <laughs> but just everything's like gravity doesn't matter. Nope. You just do whatever you do. Yeah. Right. Um, and they cloak the ship when they get into the other side. Mm. And also, it's sort of like it reads your mind because it I do does read your mind, John. <laughs> it's literally reading your mind. Also, be careful what you say. I'm so glad it can't read all the minds. <laughs> it can't read all the thoughts. Imagine if you're like having a sexy thought. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're flying this really cool ship. Uh-huh. You're kind of turned on a little bit. A little bit, John is, And yeah. then you're like, yeah. And then you start thinking, good spaces on this ship to do things that I think are sexy. <laughs> Imagine it's like, I'm going to light up this I mean, room. I mean, the room. door's shut. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the question now is, how do we find them when they land? And the little life science detector pops off the side of the ship. Like this, I tell you. And and he pockets it and he's like, I also kind of like a turkey sandwich. And they look around. <laughs> I love the turkey sandwiches are a recurring theme throughout Stargate. Turkey sandwiches. Because it's also what Tilky eats uh-huh. and what Sam eats. Yeah. So Wraith return without a word and takes Sumner, who's staring him down mm-hmm. <laughs> onwards onto the breach. Sure. So the jumper lands, and you can tell the this Wraith... This is the Wraith, the one that looks like the guy from Infinity War. The yes. one that ends up giving, getting the alien yeah, treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I do... That's the one thing I couldn't stop thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but as soon as you said it, I was yeah, like, yeah, that's That's him. exactly who it looks like. The Wraith ship has been here for a long time. There's, like, trees growing on it. <laughs> it just lives here. Uh, John tells the team to spread out. He wants to be able to light this place up if, yeah. as soon as he makes the call. That's do where not... he goes all America on it. All America. Light do not it engage up! the enemy. And Ford is with him. Hmm. So, Sumner is brought into a banquet hall. Ugh. With a mummy in one chair. Uh-huh. And the head on the table is the creature that licked Daniel in the movie. Ugh. And was also on the banquet table in the pilot episode of SG-1. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and there's smoke on the ground, and the ship looks, like, half organic. Yeah. You ca- you got that feeling in the holding cell, too. A lot of things, yeah. It's, uh, I, I do I do want to say that the holding cell pattern, yeah. the pattern on that the door? cell door yeah. is the worst. It's Because <laughs> somehow I feel like because those shapes are so uneven, there's got to be one that you could put someone Especially through. Especially like someone like Taylor. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's going to squeeze through one of those triangles. She's flexible. Yeah. She's getting out. Um, and behind her, the red-haired queen drops down. Yes, the Angelina Jolie Wraith, <laughs> as I've be, called her. He must feel hunger by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Angelina Jolie. Wraith. If Marilyn Manson and Angelina Jolie merged into one person. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's very sexy, but very creepy. <laughs> very creepy. Uh, yeah. So Some people are into that. John and Ford are sneaking around the ship. Um, they set, they keep setting C4 when they until they need it. And mm. yeah, the device is a life science detector. 
The two of them quickly make it to the holding cell. Uh-huh. Sumner was taken not long ago, and John knew this couldn't be that easy. Yeah. He tells Stackhouse to get a diversion ready out by the ship. Yep. And he tells Ford to blow a hole and get the people out of here and back to the ship if he's not back in 20 minutes. Yep. He's going to go after Sumner. And Ford's like, um, should you be going? Because you're kind of the only one who can use, who can actually, like, fly the ship. Yeah. It's like, we need you. You're kind of the one person who can't die (laughs) or get seriously wounded. Yeah. Please don't do that. You're the lead of the show. John's like, yeah, I know. I'm still going. Yeah. So the queen has... I have plot armor. (laughs) (laughs) Plot armor. I have a very high AC. I'm very good. I have plot armor. Very high AC. (laughs) So the queen has a little chat with Colonel Marshall Sumner. And he doesn't fear her, but she can't tell if that's valor or ignorance. I, I love, I do love that he does not go down like a bitch. No, he does like not. Like, he goes out like the fucking badass that he is. Yes. That's where he earns some of my respect. He he does, it's a, it, it's two different forms of respect. Yeah. 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 I mean, he does give up birth, which I don't know how much choice he had in the matter. He, I don't, I don't but, think he had a lot of choice yeah. on that one. Uh, and he's here because he trespassed on her feeding grounds. Ugh. And, you know, you should you should eat, by the way, because hunger doesn't taste good. Mm, yeah. Yeah, well, Sumner doesn't really um, think that the food agreed with the dead guy. <laughs> and that's where the queen says they're different since they don't require their food to agree with them. And thus, my favorite meme <laughs> was born. <laughs> like every... A lactose intolerant person I've ever met. Yep. The Wraith are like, I don't care. I'm going to eat it anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just in case you didn't quite get it yet, the Wraith eat us. Yeah. Yeah. In case it's not clear. Also, uh, I've seen video of the raw sound from oh. set of her talking with those teeth, and it's kind of amusing. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Also, John keeps snooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the queen wants to know about Earth. Uh, and Summer fights it, but eventually he does answer, but you can tell it is not because he wants to. No. They, she clearly has some sort of, like, mental ability. She's doing psionic damage, yeah. if you will. And uh, she asks how far away Earth is and how many people. More than millions. It's an all-you-can-eat. Let me tell you that I genuinely would not know the answer to that, which would make <laughs> me a great person to get There's caught. billions. Like, I, I'm aware of that now, yeah. but it, it would have been like... Where's Earth? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know it's called Earth, but I couldn't fucking tell you where we are. It's somewhere yeah. in the Milky Way. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, how many people? Like, at least a thousand. <laughs> Definitely at least a thousand. But you can tell she wants the gate address. Yeah. She doesn't care where physically. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't know. You probably would. At that point, you yeah. You probably would. Yeah, that's fair. John keeps snooping. So the queen continues. Uh-huh. Sumner is being stubborn. Uh, the mummy begged to die, she said. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, no, just to clarify, I'm going to eat the rest of your friends. Whoa. That's Whoa. neither here nor there. And she forces him to kneel. <laughs> and she hasn't tasted strength like this. It's like, have you so tried long. beef? <laughs> like, you might like cow. Look, it's not everyone's for it, but it's better than human. Yeah. A little bit better than human. Uh, yeah, it's just some of them are really obstinate as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could like farm them. You don't have to just some like scavenge for them. Cows are physically stronger than humans. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. You never know. <laughs> um, <coughs> and she uh, she rips his shirt off open, and Ugh. he tells her to go to hell. Yeah, and she says Earth first. 
Oh, boy. And presses her hand to his chest, and he starts screaming on him pain so loud that John can hear it yeah. and starts running. Ah, uh, there's my captain, oh, captain. <laughs> so how many years must she take? And he starts to age in front of her eyes. Which is kind of really cool to watch. But he refuses to answer. John tries to get his bearings, like, trying to figure out where yeah, in this maze. what's happening. It's, it's a large ship. Yeah. Um, and he finds a spot right above the dining room, and he can see everything that's going on. He starts to fire, takes out one guard, and shoots the queen. Mm. But it doesn't really affect anything more than piss her off. Yeah, she's like, this is fine. Uh, she just keeps feeding and healing herself. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Sumner now looks over 100. He looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. And John, he looks, he sees John and he gives John a nod. Uh, and John aims, instead of at the queen, right at her hand at his chest and oh. takes one shot and kills Sumner. Fuck. The yeah. queen turns and screams. She's pissed. And the drone finds John and hits him with a stunner. Yeah. Damn it. So when he comes to, probably a minute later, he's mm. slammed onto the table and held down yep. by the drone. And uh, we see the gunshots in the queen's hand heal. She asks where John got the life science detector. And before he can answer, Ford comes in, shooting up the place. Yeah, why not? John fire rolls power. away. All the fire. And yeah. yells uh, to, to, uh, to light it up light outside. Light it up, yeah. Explosions start all over the ship. <laughs> yeah. And outside. Um, the queen screams again. John picks up the gun from the drone that went down and stabs her with the pointy ends. Yeah. Whatever you can at this point, it's melee. Yeah. It's melee mode. Yeah. Um, because that has to kill him. Kill her, he says. Uh-huh. And she collapses as he, you know, takes the stabby part out. Yeah. The queen isn't quite dead, though. Yeah. She warns him. He doesn't know what he's done. They are merely the caretakers of the ones who oh. sleep. And That's when she disturbing. dies, they will waken all of them. Cool, cool, cool. We didn't make things worse at all. On the life sign detector. Remember that thing that Weir told us not to do? We didn't just do exactly that. <laughs> On the life sign detector, you just see life forms pop up uh-huh. surrounding them. Yep. And above them in what used to be was pretty lights is now just moving. It's like all the eggs again in Aliens. It looks like Urukai. <laughs> this is bad times are happening. They should run. Yeah. Fast. So back in Atlantis, McKay is super excited about the really interesting stuff they found around the city. Mm-hmm. And Weir is just worried about John and the team. McKay's like, give them time. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. As John and everyone Hopefully. runs back to the jumper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cut to them being like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Ford goes to take their six and they see um, like they see a burning ship and tons of darts buzzing around. And Taylor can hear them in the distance. And, and Ford starts seeing things, those those wraith wisps again, the illusions. Mm. Ford, like, disarms him and then gives him his gun back going, stupid dude. Yeah, don't be dumb. Yeah. Wake the fuck up. Yeah. They're not real. Uh-huh. Let's go. Yep. Um, also, stop being loud because they're trying to be stealth. And all the firing of the guns kind of counteracts that. Loud is not stealth. Yeah. So they get back to the ship and everyone packs in. John mm-hmm. takes a larger gun than the handgun that Ford handed him to go back and get Ford and Taylor since they're not here. And um, as they run, Taylor and, and like sort of pushes Ford out of the way and they narrowly avoid another beam. Yeah. And Thank God for Taylor. <laughs> I love her. She's the only reason any of these idiots are alive. And they're blocked on their path by more explosions. And John just gets to fire the giant gun while standing over them, taking down another dart. (laughs) 
And everyone gets to the ship. John's like, okay, ship, now do what I'm thinking again. Yeah, go fast. Up in space, Ford hopes that that hard part's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're just starting. In front of them is a dozen ships guarding yeah. the gate. Yeah, no, no, that's not the hard, nope. So the ship is cloaked. They don't know they're there, but as soon as they dial the gate, they're just going to start firing in front of the gate. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you? So they have to draw them away from the gate. Fancy dog fighting starts. Uh Uh, They decloak, start playing chase. John really wishes they had weapons. That's when you hear, Highway to to the the danger zone. Danger zone. And uh, some squid squid missiles pop out. for some reason, John starts calling Taylor Lana. I don't know Lana. what. Danger zone. <laughs> Lana. That definitely could be, that definitely could be a, a meme for this. I like that. It's Archer and, and Lana. <laughs> I mean, she kind of looks like, they both kind of look like them. No, I'm telling you. They appear like them. Lana if, you, and Archer. if you made a cartoon version yeah. <laughs> of John and Taylor, it would look like Archer and, and. I believe it. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> So the dogfighting happens. Uh-huh. Uh, the squid missiles take out some of the bad guys. So Ford gets ready to dial up the gate. In Atlantis, the gate starts up. <laughs> they raise the iris. Yeah. Um, more dogfighting. Two darts are just sitting next to the gate. So they take out one of them. Uh-huh. And John's going to come around for a second pass, take out the other one. He's like, get ready to enter your IDC code. Yeah. Because this is going to be fast. Don't don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> don't not fuck this up. Um, and they take out the second ship right in front of the gate. The darts are all behind them still. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they send the code. They head through the Stargate really fast. And a few blasts get through the gate, like hit the gate room yeah, in Atlantis. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, like, yikes. And uh, because there's no, like, blast shield like they have no. in the SGC. I mean, there's no time yet to create that. No. Yeah. They're going to need to create, like, a little safe padded room <laughs> version of, like, land here. And as soon as they're through and they make a sudden stop on the other side, they bring the shield back up and you hear darts crashing yeah. against our shield. The best breaks on that the little pedal jumper. Yeah. <laughs> so deep sighs of relief from everyone. Yeah. So then celebration night in Atlantis. You hear the, the Ewok uh, celebration. Yup, nup. Um, yeah. <laughs> yup, nup. Uh, with with uh, the Athosians, bottle of champagne. Mm. This is home now. Yeah. And I do love how they don't try to pretend that they have fancy glasses here. No, they're like, here's a solo. Everyone has one glass. That's yeah. it. <laughs> um... And while John knows that there really it was no way that he could have saved Sumner, he still has to live with the fact mm-hmm. that he killed him. And uh, yeah. also, yeah, I kind of made things worse. Remember that thing you said, hey, let's not piss off the bad guys. Yeah, we did. And then that. bring them back to us so they know where we are. So, like, all of the things that you said well, they I did. don't yet know where Atlantis is. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But they know that they're somewhere. Yeah, they do. So it's like, the good news is, they don't know where Atlantis is. Bad, bad news. news is all the other things. <laughs> we woke everyone All up. the other things. But they also made friends. Uh-huh. As Taylor comes over and in, in, initiates a head bow. Speaking of friends, yeah. Uh, a greeting to the Athosians. And he has earned her friendship and uh-huh. the friendship of her people. Friendship. And she can help them make many four friends here in this galaxy. Uh-huh. Watching in my this pants. and in and in her pants. <laughs> Watching this, Carson wishes that he had friends like that. <laughs> McKay eats chicken yeah, off a stick of course, and tells yeah. him that he needs to get out more. 
And Carson, and one of my favorite lines from this episode this is, is pretty great. We're in another galaxy. How much more out can you get? Just keep keep going. Keep Then McKay's worried there's It's lemon like in the, the reckless Eric song whole wide world. It's like <laughs> whole wide galaxies. Yeah. And still no girl. So, um, one more thing. We're mm. asked the major. Sleep on it. And I have some ideas, but uh-huh. um, who are the members of your team going to be? Because you are the ranking military officer now. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm sure not a thing he ever wanted. Hey, dumb dumb. <laughs> he never wanted Remember that. how you're dumb dumb that didn't want to be here in the first place? You're in charge. Um... And you know the best leaders are the ones who don't want power. And he's like Dumbledore taught us that. He's like you. You realize that I can get us into all sorts of trouble out here, right? Yeah. Okay, but I warned you. <laughs> um, and as we zoom out, we get a stunning, stunning view of the city at night. It's there is no light cool. pollution. We have what I'm assuming uh, is is Andromeda hanging large <laughs> in the night sky. Sure. Um, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I want to live there. I would love slash to live there. Have an event there. Like uh-huh. if I ever get married, it's only if we find Atlantis. Okay. Then I'll do it there. Get married in Atlantis? Uh-huh. Okay. That's my it's not a big stipulation. No, it's fine. It's a little baby tiny one. <laughs> it's a small one. No big deal. I'm secretly getting married on Atlantis. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> This goes to the top of our Atlantis list. <laughs> top 10 Atlantises. <laughs> I will say, I think this pilot episode may last a bit longer than the SG-1 pilot episode. I mean, I have no other episodes to compare it to, but this is a fucking... I would watch this over and over it's like a movie. so good. Yeah. I will watch this over and yeah. over like a movie. Holy crap. We're on to Atlantis, guys. We did it. We're here. We're now on to the part we're going to bounce between two series. So the next episode we're going to do is actually SG-1 Lockdown. Yes, which is episode three. Yes. Technically, of the season. Got it. Yep. Um, Yeah, and we're just going to bounce back and forth, and we're going to figure it out. It's going to be fun. I was going to try originally try to figure out, like, chronological in-show order, but I'm just going to go in airing, and they air on the same night. But oh, okay. SG-1 aired right before Atlantis. Yeah, so. we're just going to keep it on this track, and this yeah. is going to be great. Guys, we did it. We're on to Atlantis. Next week, SG-1 lockdown. Uh, tell us what you would bring to the other planet. Yes. And you know where to find us. Tweet on, us or Facebook us. On Twitter, we're at Terra Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Guys, I uh, know the December <sighs> podcast hasn't gone out yet. It's gonna um, be okay. We're gonna get. Through we're gonna things. double up. We will. We will get December's and January's out to you soon. It's been a little cray cray. I always say that. Us. But uh, the, the the here's the truth. Life is gonna continually be crazy. Life yes. is crazy. But we've made a um, we we've we've made a a a out loud purposeful statement yeah. that 2019 we're going to put a little more focus into things. And because we're going to have time to put more focus <sighs> into things yeah. as soon as I get past the wedding. Yeah. Legitimately these next two weeks are going to be rough. Yeah. But after that we've, we've made an effort to. And if we have to get you out like three pod cards in a month to make up we will do that. Happen. They will get done. Uh, I just will literally not be in the country for a bit. (laughs) But we'll see you guys around. Uh, We'll see you next week with Stargate uh, SG-1. We love you. Bye.